Organissima New York. Your exotic skin, hair, and beauty source, and your one-stop shop for all your natural and organic skin and hair care. Featuring authentic organic Moroccan oil and prickly pear seed oil and much more. Bringing you only the best, straight from the source and proudly produced in the USA. So what are you waiting for? Shop today. Arganissima, New York. Your beauty is our duty. Folks, welcome back to the Sales World Channel with your host, Hurricane H. New day, new show, my favorite topic. Uh, again, we're in the world of sales, so that's like my DNA. I got a couple of chromosomes there that actually say sales in there. Uh, but I have with me someone that's probably more <laughs> expert than, 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 than I've been in, in the sales world. And, and she coaches, uh, you know, uh, the sales, you know, folks, leadership, as well as, uh, I mean, she's just basically the legit, you know, sales guru. And so we're going to talk about, you know, her stuff and uh, she's going to guide us, enlighten us about the, the environment of sales and how to even leverage, you know, your skills in sales and build the business. Because I think that's a big, that's today's age. A lot of people are wanting more to either start a business or if they have a business, they want to thrive in their business. And so, and you can't do well if you don't have sales. So it's all about sales now. And let's be real. I mean, uh, it's it's the reality of things. So without any further ado, I have Kathy Walterhouse with me. She is a sales coach expert. Kathy, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Uh, my pleasure. By the way, I didn't forget. She's also a fellow podcaster and, uh, you know, she does all that stuff. So check, you know, do check out her podcast as well. So, so Kathy, welcome. And uh, let's take it on the road. I mean, let's talk sales. I mean, first, basic elements, because sales is, you know, there is some cloud around it. People are afraid of sales. I mean, we're like, <laughs> we're like the most hated people, the second most hated people on the planet after lawyers. And that's what I've been told. Uh, is that even true? I, I believe that it's not true, but but there's a reason behind that story, right? There's a reason behind that. Absolutely. Quote, quote, you know, connotation and 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 bad rap. So let's talk about that, and then we can dive into the real thing. Okay. Well, one of the things you said is is uh, um, you know sales is is really really important, and I personally think the sales is what makes the world go around. I know that's a huge statement. But it really does, because think about it. If there wasn't sales, you wouldn't know about the products that are out there, whether it's like life-saving technology or IT products, or maybe even something that you go and you buy in the grocery store. Someone in that whole chain had to sell something to eventually get it in front of you. And if somebody, if, if there wasn't sales, guess what would happen? Businesses would implode because, you know, businesses are in the business not only to help, but also to make money. So, yes. <laughs> well, you know, uh, we, we did state earlier that if you're in business, you are in sales, right? And, and you're right. Uh, sales is in every transaction of our lives. I mean, personal life, I think we start selling since we were babies. I mean, think Absolutely. about it. The kids are the best sell, you know, salespeople out there. I mean, they they can get anything they want anytime, right? And they can pitch it. 
And so, so we have transactions of sales everywhere around us. And you're right. Business, there's nothing. I actually challenged people before. Name something where there's not a sales transaction. Ideas are, are being sold. Products are sold. Services are sold. And then you can't get anything beyond that. Emotions are sold. So, mm -hmm. so how, absolutely you know, everything. Yeah. So, yeah, no, abs absolutely. I mean, I think what you said is, is so true. We start selling when we're really young. We just don't know it. Like when you're asking your parents, you know, hey, can I have this, you know, I don't know, Xbox or new pair of shoes because it's going to do X, Y, Z. And, and, you know, if I get this, I will do X, Y, Z for you too. To like when you're dating, when you're dating, you are selling in essence yourself to the other person. Because if you weren't, you're just going to kind of sit there, happening. <laughs> say nothing, maybe not smile, have no emotion, have no relationship. That wouldn't work very well, right? <laughs> I mean, how many no, dates could you go on yeah. and, and be like that? And, and, and no, none. I mean, you can't. Literally, you, that's not going to work. Right. Right. Exactly. And then let's say um, you want to get a job. Huh? Well, what do you have to do? Whether it's not a sales job or not, let's say you want to do, um, I don't know, let's say you want to be in information technology, right? Well, you got to sell yourself to the hiring manager because they're not just going to look at your resume and go, oh yeah, you're the right person. I'm, I'm hiring you without you saying anything, without you sending them a resume. Because when you send a resume, in essence, you're also selling there too. You're trying to connect. So you're right. I think people don't realize how much sales really impacts everyday life and how important it really is. And it's not a dirty um, career. It's not a dirty word. It's something that we need every single day. Yes. And you know what? I'm a big fan of it because to your point, there is nothing that we cannot achieve, achieve alive without a sales, you know, exchange. I mean, again, you, you're right. I mean, you interview for a job, you get a pitch, you, you date, you get a pitch, you are talking to your parents, you get a pitch, you got to talk to your friends, you, you're pitching yourself every day in and out. Everybody's pitching something. If there is two people that meet, they're pitching something, an idea or or ideology or something. Religious folks, lawyers are the best salespeople. I mean, they pitch, you know, you can <laughs> be right. bad, you can be the worst and become- Even in know, court, in, think in about court. it. Like, exactly. let's say it's a criminal yeah. attorney. They're yeah. selling in court too. That's right. They're, they're putting their case forward. I know. <laughs> Amazing. But, but see, yet we all are- feeling the concept like oh my god these are salespeople like you know i can tell you in my industry right you know like we are always looked at that department the sales guys you know like these guys oh here comes the salespeople. oh here comes travel you know and it's it's like it's almost like a shadow that is like always with us in terms of our path yet we are proud of what we do and, and frankly it takes a different personality to be in sales it's not for everyone uh, i mean i'm talking sales business i mean yes we yeah. pitch in a regular life but most people will say, oh, I can't even present. That's a different level of selling, but but you're presenting somehow, somewhere, just maybe not structured presentation. This is a sales pitch. This is a show. You know, we're talking, right? right. We sell, sell information. And, and that's the thing. The word selling 
is introducing an you know like something of of transactional business there's there's an exchange on it, but it doesn't necessarily mean money it could be services it could be ideas right. for ideas value. it could be other things exact value value so, feelings yeah. like so many different things so just to kind of uh, dive a little bit into like i think why the reason sometimes there's that cloud right and people go oh, oh here comes the salesperson yeah because there are, I mean, there's different types of selling, but one of the types of selling that I call the slimy selling and the cousin, the spammy selling, <laughs> that type of selling, which, you know, there's even a big guru, quote unquote, out there that that's what he does. Like he hammers people over the head and just um, really pushes people into something rather than trying to figure out, do I have something that's really of value to either this individual or this market that I can help somebody or some company and help them reach a goal, help them get rid of a problem that they're having, help them maybe move away from pain because as humans, that's one of the big things that we do. We don't like pain. I don't know anybody that likes pain. <laughs> So we're, oh. we're always moving away from pain, trying to go towards pleasure, trying to go towards something good. And that's what selling does. It's, it helps you get there. And it's kind of like the big picture. So you want to stay away from the slimy. You want to stay away from the spammy. The spammy is, you know, a lot of times there's a lot of emails that go out. Or like, for example, on some of the social platforms, like even on LinkedIn, if you have a LinkedIn oh, profile, I you get are a lot of those getting emails <laughs> spammed nonstop. And it's really easy to, to tell when people are spamming you because they haven't even looked at your profile and That's maybe right. you're in the same exact industry and they're going, hey, I can help you sell. And I'm mm -hmm. like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I get those all the time. I I, I stop responding because mm -hmm. if you you want to pitch to me first, you need to know what I do and, right. and how you can help me. To your point, value, right? It's it's all it's all the value. Like you you talked about dating, right? It's value. You know, do we have a chemistry? Is this going to work? You're talking about children. It's got to be a value. Family. What? It's the same thing in in business. It's all about solutions and value. It's mm -hmm. you have the right solution. You have the right value. People want it. You know, and people are looking for something, whatever it is. Right. What does it mean for me? You know, what's in it for me, as we right, say, right? It's exactly. It's like, what is it in for the customer? So it's so important that you find out everything about the customer. And, um, you know, I, um, I use an example of an iceberg. So let's say you're in Alaska, right? You're on the water somewhere in Alaska Gorgeous. and you see an iceberg. <laughs> you're only seeing 20% of the iceberg. 80% of that iceberg is under the water. So when you have a potential customer or even your current customer, what you're seeing from them typically is about 20%. It's what maybe you write about them or what um, they might have told you. And then the rest of it, it's your job to dig and find out you know, what is the, you know, what's their needs? What's their wants? Because they're going to tell you, hey, I want something. But that's kind of like almost a mask. That's the 20%. You got to figure out why do they need it? 
you know, bottom line. And a lot of other things like their emotions and how they feel and what their goals are. And like, there's just so much in there. But in addition to that, you also have to be a leader with your customers because selling is all about taking your customer's hand, whether in person or virtually and leading them down the path. It's about painting a story of where they can be and getting them excited about it because sometimes they may not even thought about it. I, I know for me, like some of my greatest success that I've had is that I bring up other things that my customers never thought about. They didn't even like big clients. And I'm like, hey, have you ever thought about this market? Have you ever thought about doing this? And they're like, huh, that's kind of interesting. Never thought about it. You know, and then maybe bring them examples too of like other places that might be doing the same thing or similar that has worked for them. So you're taking them by the hand and literally leading them to success. Because bottom line, that's what it is, right? When you're selling, you want to lead somebody towards something that is successful. And when people that do the slimy and the spammy selling, that's not a priority for them. They want to lead you to your pocketbook <laughs> so that you pay a lot of money so they can make big commission. I'm not saying you shouldn't make money in sales because you should. It should always be like a win-win, you know, because if you're not making money, you're not going to be doing it for very long. And if the customers are winning, right? If the customer is not winning and you're the one that's winning, you're getting this big commission check, you're not going to be their salesperson for very long either. They won't be using your product. Well, you know, Kathy, you've touched on a lot of great stuff and, and, and you're right. I mean, the concept is pretty basic, right? And by the way, we all consumers as well. That's the mm -hmm. part that right? you know, when we're we're salespeople in general, you know, at least you and I, we we can say that we are, but but the fact of the matter, we also consumers, we know what we want from our people that pitch us as right? well. Right? Oh, and, absolutely. And, and, I've been in that scenario. <laughs> exactly. You know, I like, said to my husband, "I need a salesperson to sell this to me. I'm ready to <laughs> buy, but I need a salesperson to sell it to me." <laughs> but, but but Kathy, that's a big piece right there. Um, we are all everybody has a need and a want and they know what they want and sometimes they don't know why they want it or they may not think that they need it but that's the pitch that's the sales skills and 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 i do believe that sales is an art and a science there is a methodology there's also a finesse to it there's a way to do it and you you the best thing you said there is that you gotta get down with them in that road of the path you gotta right. go with them you gotta find out that 80 percent of the iceberg because you that, that and that's the best and I, you know what i I hate this, and, I, and I, the word hate is not proper, but but I really dislike it to the degree where someone just comes in and starts pitching. Oh my like, gosh, right the worst the thing ever. Yeah, it's like, you know, like, and, and, and then, yo, slow down, I'm sorry. <laughs> Take mm -hmm. it easy, right? You know, it's like, even in, when I do like recruiting, right? Uh, and, and I interview people, I test them. And so, mm -hmm. you know, that the old pen, you know, kind of sell oh, me yeah, the pen. Oh yeah, yeah, sell me I've, a pen. I, I've used that for all these years <laughs> before actually the movie, you know? Uh, I didn't even know about it. It was real, but, <laughs> but, but here's the thing. I've, I use different concepts. So if you tell me you were in pharma, you know, let's talk about the pharma, right? If you tell me mm -hmm. you were in telecom, we're going to talk about your, your old job. I don't need you to sell me the pen, 
But what I look for is like, are they going to try to find out about me or they're just going to pitch me whatever they have? 90% of the time I found that they just sell me whatever they already were selling. None of them like really, well, not a few of them take the time to like, well, let me ask you a few questions. Let me get to know you. And those are the ones that I actually hire because they actually take the time to see, first of all, what product they can pitch, what level, what, you know, you know, all the details, because if they don't have, it's like, you need the ammunition. You need to know what you're going to pitch back. You know, everybody knows if I'm selling phones, okay, great. You know, but <laughs> the point is there's a lot of reasons why I wouldn't, I want to buy a phone and which phone, right? Right. The question is, I need to know what is going to be used for and so on. Uh, what kind of person are you? Are you taking notes with? Are you taking pictures? I don't know. Are you a, 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 a social media guru? Whatever. I'm just giving an example. But the idea is you want to have some of the stuff. But they, they come in and just start pitching. You go in and they show you all the features of a vehicle, of a book, of a car, of a TV. But they don't even know. Like, you know, this thing doesn't fit in my room. <laughs> right. You know, for example, right. you know, you, you, where are you going to put it? Is this going to be for this or the other? Ask the right questions. You know, and again, this is what I said about science is one ask the right questions, open-ended, get to know more, deep dive. But some of these, to your point, spammy or like, you know, pushy sales, they're just, they just want like, hey, I got this product. You're the customer. Here's what it is. Let's buy, talk. Buy Let's, my stuff. Let, buy my stuff. And right. you know, people read through that quickly and then you walk out and you'll find that they struggle more, these folks, because they're salesy. And, and it's funny because salespeople do not sell. Salespeople help highlight solutions they bring the value to you you and i always train people like i don't have to pitch you Great. i want to tell you why what i have is a match for you and by the way it's not always a match and you might not be my mm -hmm. customer that's See, there's, one of the there, best things ever oh my there gosh. is a product yes. for everyone there's someone for every product so guess what i gotta match those things if those don't match it's okay you know how many times i've actually told my team that you gotta give up if it's not happening Move to the next person. This is not for them. And you know what happens? You becoming honest. Those people appreciate you. Now they're going to refer to you somebody else. You, you lose the sale. See, sales people, sometimes they tend to just want a quick sale. You're right. right. Commission the is transaction. But transaction is not one-time deal. This is a long-term relationship with your mm -hmm. customers. If you work with them, it's for life. And you're right. That's, that You said it earlier. It's very simple. That, you'll do that, but then it's not going to be a long time. I mean, it's over. You know, and, the, and, and not only it's over with them, it's over with everybody that could with everyone that's associated with them. Absolutely. Uh, it, there's a amazing. really easy solution yep. that there's, um, a, I have a saying and it is sell like you would like to be sold to. Love it. So if you put that mindset in place, you're not going to be you know, hard hitting people, you're not going to be, you know, ignoring their needs and their wants and everything about them because you wouldn't like it if somebody did it to you because it doesn't feel good. It feels slimy, makes you want to go take a shower, right? When you're done. And, you know, so if you sell like you want to be sold to, everything changes. Absolutely. Everything changes. It's, it's a live rule, right? You know, you want to do unto others as you want to be done to Absolutely. you, right? But it's the same thing here. And and again, I love it. It's as simple as it gets. I mean, we all, we I, I, we just talked about it. We are consumers as well. How do you like when someone is really shoving some stuff, you know, into you like, this is too aggressive, you know, like, hey, take it easy. You know, I don't want that. I mean, by default, you just kind of, you know, to your point, slime. Yeah, no, I'm moving away. This is not, hey. you know, I've, 
I've had people actually like, you know, I don't want to talk to this person. Just please, I really. And you just go to the next one because it's not, you know, appealing. And you'll find the styles are different and then you get the right person. I mean, it's it's amazing. You, I mean, we can talk about retails as, as basic as that, right? You go to a retail store and you get someone that as soon as you walk in, they're all over you. Yeah. Oh, I, that drives me nuts. Or you get someone's like, hey, how you doing? Everything's good. You know, let me know when right. you need something. And then they, they, they're with you at all times. They're literally scanning you around the room. They're just like tracking you. And as soon as you look, like I'm here, you know, like, you know, just waiting for that. <laughs> night. But see, it's different. But the other guy or gal, they come to you and they're like reading, you know, onto you. And, and, and you're like, they're almost stalking I, you. Yeah. Can yes. I just at least take a walk around and see what's up? I mean, I, I know I'm looking for, mm -hmm. you know, and I, I when I need your help. And this is a, this is the level entry level type of sales. But it goes from that. It goes. I've had pictures, you know, in the corporate world where they come in and they like, you know, just throwing stuff. We have this. We have this. What, mm -hmm. Do you know what we need? <laughs> you know, and then they you don't. wind up. And by the way, if you did, if you don't have the right connection and understanding, what you wind up with is the wrong solution or the solution that doesn't work for you. You, talk, you mentioned IT. Mm -hmm. I, I've, I've had so many opportunities to, to get software, you know, installations or like, you know, acquisition. And you do these, these RFPs and all the stuff and you get these demonstrations and you get the different pitches and you're like, whoa. And, and some people, they, they're annoyed because you are asking, you're drilling and stuff and they, they don't want that. I'm like, if I'm not going to, if this is not a match, you're not getting the contract. One, two is right. I need this solution to work for long term, not here. Do you understand our business? That's the other thing. Sometimes they pitch it, but they don't understand what you are about. I love what you said about LinkedIn. I'm getting like thousands of, you know, e you know, emails and they're talking about something I, has I have nothing to do with it or I'm right. actually doing similar. I'm actually your competition. <laughs> right. That's the worst part. So, so what is that? I mean, do you, to your point, did you look at my profile to see like who I am and like what I do, what I've been and doing? And that would be simple enough. I mean, that is like a really simple example because how long does it take to look at somebody's profile on LinkedIn? 10 we seconds. all have that first. We all have that first right. intro. <laughs> 10 seconds. And you go, oh yeah, this is, you know, this might be a good match. I might be able to help that person. Or no, I don't think I can help them. They, you know, they're a completely different market or whatever it might be. Yeah, exactly. So, um, so Kathy, you were named top 20 business coach uh, to look at for in Disruptor Magazine. That's pretty huge. I mean, yeah, it's, it's a big deal. Uh, you know, Let's talk about your disruptions, <laughs> you know, because <laughs> I, I like know to you, disrupt. <laughs> yeah, that, listen, that's okay. Well, that's, that's what we are made for, right? You know, we can make an impact. And, and you talked about leadership. That's part of it. it typically, salespeople are leaders by default. You know, I mean, not all, but, but there is a leadership, uh, you know, aptitude, something that makes you like you want to do things. Most people are not going to stay behind. They just want to easy way. Salespeople are always forward. They're the front line and everything, right? Mm -hmm. But, but you, have sold close to a billion dollars <laughs> you know yeah. so let, that that's that's a you that's a lot of digits <laughs> it is a lot yeah. of digits it's a lot of selling <laughs> I, I know. Definitely, so let's talk definitely about a that. lot of selling but um you know i think so first off i'm i'm known as the professional rule breaker so that in itself should tell you a little bit about me <laughs> i love that yeah and i think Gosh, I can just even be, and, and when, when I say the professional rule breaker, a lot of times people go, oh my gosh, she breaks laws or whatever. No, it's, it has nothing to do with that. It is about thinking about what can I do different than the status quo? What can I do better, different? 
how can I push the boundaries? You know, what else is out there? I also ask a lot this particular question, why? And I have to say that is kind of the magic question for salespeople, because when you are talking to your customers or potential customers, they'll tell you something. A good question to ask is why? Why do you do it that way? Or, you know, just trying to dig a little bit more. And, you know, I think being a rule breaker, it opens up possibilities. You have to think about rule breaking as almost as innovation. And there's a lot of, you know, I stand on the shoulders of like great innovators out there, right? If you think about people that were rule breakers or are rule breakers, you know, there's Edison, right? Who came up with, with what? Electricity and all those things, right? He was a rule breaker. Who on earth would have thought of that at that time? No one. He was thinking outside the box. Even you know, if someone did, they just didn't do anything about it. They didn't do it. <laughs> and that's another thing about being a really good salesperson and also being a rule breaker. But just think about the other one, Richard Branson, you know, mm -hmm. Virgin Atlantic, Elon Musk, you know, he wants to go to Mars. <laughs> you know, there's just so many, you know, people before us. And those are the ones, you know, that um, kind of like lay the path for other people to think outside the box. Um, I think Steve Jobs is one of my favorite quotes. He, he, something, he has a quote that says, um, the ones that do are the, the ones that are crazy enough. Oh, I don't have the whole thing. Like crazy enough to always, you know, to think outside the box. And obviously Steve Jobs, great example, right? Same thing. I found all the Mac technology, then he did Pixar. I mean, who would have thought? Animation could be automated. You know, way back when animation was all hand-drawn, he automated Pixar. So just think about that. So if you look at rule breaking as something good and you're pushing the boundaries and you're constantly doing that, it almost becomes your new normal. It gives you a chance to, you know, think outside the box and maybe be a little more fearless and taking chances, trying something new, being okay with failure. Because what is failure? Failure it's is lesson. It's a lesson, right? You learn. It's a gift trying to teach you something, right? And I think the best salespeople out there and the best business people out there, they're not afraid to fail. Again, uh, you know, the, the salesmanship begins when the customer says no. That's, that's mm -hmm. literally rule number one in sales. I mean, you, you have to talk to like, uh, it's a number game, right? You talk to people. Of course, you got to, there's an art to it and a science, and then you can crunch right. that. Instead of talking 10,000 times, you can talk less and less and then just, you know, get more results. But, but the idea is that you have, it comes with the territory. You want to pitch, you know, it's a 50-50 shot, right? You want to maybe go to 75, 100% shot. Why not? I mean, that's what you aim for. But you're right. It's like, if you're not able to be accepting the concept of like, I might get rejected. And that's right. actually coming with the territory. Again, rejection is a big deal. In 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 most of people don't like to be rejected. Right. We, Nobody we, does. We, I don't we know anybody that likes to be rejected. We, but we absorb it, right? We, <laughs> we have thick skin, as I said. You know, we kind of, Okay. Well, there's that saying in sales, every no, you get closer to a yes. That is right. true. 
but I think a lot of it is you just learn how to be a better salesperson and you realize, you know, you're, you have to really approach your market, whatever your niche is and know everything about it and everything about your customer. So then the no's become less frequent because you're in the right space. You, you, it's, it's exactly right. I mean, you're talking about understanding your game, understanding mm-hmm. your customers, understanding your market, because you got to become a true expert at whatever you do. Otherwise, you're just one of too many and you're not going to, you're going to fail because at the first question, some customers are going to drill you. Oh, yeah. And like, and, They'll and test so you. you. Yeah. And if you, <laughs> don't sure. have, if you don't have the right knowledge, it's going to be so easily uh, you know, obvious that they're just, okay, well, we'll think about it. Bye-bye. I love, actually, those are my favorite customers of all. Oh, yeah, well, they, because they, they're going to make a decision. They want to know, and, and they open up to you, and then you just like, because, you, again, you know that you master your art. That's the difference. Now, if you're a newbie, you don't know your stuff, and they throw in a couple of you know, uh, swings at you, you'd be like, uh, yeah, and so that's it. It's over. It's a done deal, right? That, that perception. But even like if they, let's say they, th- they throw a couple swings at you, and you're kind of like, oh, I don't know what to say. The, the research that's come back. Still not a death sentence. <laughs> I know it's not. <laughs> but that's because the expert. Well, because yeah, I mean, because you can just say, you know, I don't know, I can't right. give you the answer, but I'm going to find out, and I'm going to get back to you, and then, hundred percent of the time, I actually I should say ten thousand percent of the time, you need to find the answer. And even if you can't find the answer, you still need to get back with that customer. That's actually one of my biggest pet peeves about salespeople oh, <laughs> is they, they'll they, say, yeah, yeah, I'll send you that or I'll That's whatever. No follow-up. And then they don't. And then they give everybody a bad name. It's annoying. But, but you're right. It's, it's, I love that. I mean, and it's a, it's a technique that works a hundred three point million gazillion times. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, we are not, we are the, I, I know that I'm an expert at what I do. I know that in my, my field, that's like, it's, it's in, it's, it's in the genes, it's in the DNA, it's in the blood, it's in, in my breeding. However, it doesn't mean I know everything because things change every day. Right. And you know, you can't always, I mean, even the best doctors, they have to maintain, we have to have CEs, we have to do stuff. You have to upgrade every day. And so you got to get with the program, <laughs> with the technology and when, with the time. You always need to be learning. Exactly. Always so learning. we learn every day. And, right. and sometimes you get something like, wow, no one ever asked that question before. I'd never thought about that, but that's great. Let me actually go and learn. And I actually t- tell this to my teams all the time is that, you know, when I first started management, literally, you know, I was sometimes at some meetings, I had no clue. And some of the discussion, I was like, what the hell they're talking about? <laughs> and, but, but, but here's what I did. I, I literally, I just wait for that meeting to get out, you know, and I just go and I just get back into that, that topic. I drill down the next day. I'm an expert in that topic. Uh, that mm-hmm. discussion is never going to be a problem for me. And so you learn, you know, you got to, you got to manage it and it's okay because we're not, you know, an encyclopedia. You, you don't have everything. You don't, you, you can't possibly have it all, but you, you can absorb more. And so you do the research and you learn. And by the way, those to your point, those are great customers because they want to learn why they want your product or service. Right. And guess what? If I can't help them hundred percent today, doesn't mean it's over. That's the other thing. People want that quick sale today. I want to mm-hmm. close today. Uh, listen, there's but that's nothing- a transaction. Again, exactly. You're looking for a transaction. You got to close long term, big, do- especially if you're doing a high ticket. Mm-hmm. You can't do a transactional sale. You can't approach it that way. You have to 
really dig and build a relationship and lead the customer. There's like so much that you need to do. And it doesn't matter if you're a newbie or you've been in it for a while. You know, you there is, I think, an honesty about sales that people like. Like, again, if you don't know something, tell them you don't know. But you're going to get back to them because the minute you there's that saying fake it till you make it if you do that in sales you're dead in the water reputation is bad that way and then it's over nobody's nobody's gonna talk to you and it it will take and by the way people can read through that very easily Mm -hmm. um you know if you're aggressive if you're you know you're throwing like you know like scare tactics or like you know like some of these you know pressure tactics that sometimes people oh if you don't do this you know we're running our sales and blah 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 you're not gonna you know, people sometimes are not going to get that. You know, mm-hmm. they, they, they don't want that. You, and if that's the other thing, if you sell them something wrong, buyer's remorse, a couple of days, they're going to oh turn gosh. the contract and, and you're right? not making money anyway. So what's the point? So, so you <laughs> want that. The negativity that's going to come out of that is really, really bad. Um, I mean, you have to think about that. Um, they're, you know, these people know other people. So if you are either not telling the truth or you're hammering them or you're doing something they really don't like, guess what? They're going to go tell a bunch of people versus if you do all the right things and whether you can help them or you can't help them, guess what they're going to do there? They're going to refer business to you. And there is nothing better than getting a sales lead that is a referral because that person is so much closer to buying. Pre-sold. <laughs> right, right, exactly. I mean, they are, they're ready to go. They're really ready to go. You, you know, it's amazing, but but uh, sometimes people are so narrow-minded in terms of they want that quick sale versus like the longevity of your network. Mm-hmm. And and here's the thing, what, what to your point, it's easier instead of you prospecting all the time, finding new clients. Once mm-hmm. you have a good base and th- those those trust you, like, like I, Like, for example, you want a lawyer, I'm going to give you my lawyer because I know my lawyer is going to be trustworthy. You want a CPA, I got my great CPA. You know, this is it. And when I give you that one, I'm giving you a good recommendation. This, this gal is going to be the best. Your stamp of approval. Yeah, it's it's done. And you're going to take it from me because you know I'm not going to give you a fluff, right? And that's it. So, so the opportunity is endless for you if you do it right the first time. And, but, but again, there are people that just want that quick thing. They don't think long-term and they, they eventually collapse quickly and they don't make it long. And sales is 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 something that can burn you quickly if you don't you know have the right system in place, and eventually you just give up, and you right. can't do you it get because burn out, burn out, and you're not going to make enough money. And to your right. point, it's over. It's and and we've I've seen that for example in real estate sales, um, mm. you know I because I I've taught even real estate sales and you know I've done some sales trainings to thousands of agents in New York, and I can tell you, the, not all of them, stay in the business because. Right. They just don't know how to maintain that, you know, the long-term stuff. And it's it's a lot of work. The good ones, they in it for life. And they make some serious money out of it, but some don't. Insurance sales is the same thing. Not everybody makes it for the long term. And you know what? Like, you know, five years is a long time in sales. <laughs> you know, 10 years. I mean, like, like it is. I, I tell it, people I'm pretty historic. Well, but it is and it isn't. <laughs> like if you love what you're doing yes. or you and you love your customers, oh my gosh, it goes by so quickly. But if you don't have the right mentality, or maybe you don't believe in your product. That's a killer. 
that is, and you're just doing it because of the money you are going to get burnt out because there's like an inauthenticity that every day when you go to work, you're like, oh, do I have to do this? Do I have to go see customers? Do I have to talk about this? You know, A, you're not having fun. And I always say, if you're not having fun, why do it? <laughs> but, but that's, that's rule number right? one. You got, you got to have fun. But, but yeah. Kathy, so you, you talked about something that is important, the ability to love your stuff, but yes. also believe in the products. Because here's the thing. Mm -hmm. If I don't even like, someone can ask you like, did you ever use this? And, and if, if you say that, well, I never tried it. I mean, that's one. And if you're not even believing in stuff, your pitch is not going to be as strong. Imagine, because the passion is not going to be there. If you really yeah. believe in the stuff, you're going to pitch it with all your heart and soul and your passion. It's going to be energetic. People are going to see it mm -hmm. and you mean it. As opposed to like, yeah, so it's great. It's going to work for you. It's going to be like, and, and you can tell it's shallow. It's like light stuff. And you just avoiding every single deep dive into the matter. And then therefore it's over. So, uh, Kathy, you got different types of selling. Mm -hmm. let's talk about those types of selling, you know, that, that you have experienced. Okay. Well, I mean, part of it is uh, we've talked about a little bit of it. Cause I, I say that there's definitely different types of selling. There is the slimy selling, okay. the, the cousin of spammy selling. There's the scared selling that, especially a lot of people that are new in business or in sales um and when you're in business like what you said you have to sell no matter what you have to sell <laughs> and they're scared to death or like for example like a new real estate agent they might be scared to, to sell a, a customer right they might be scared to pitch a customer but i can tell you a really simple solution to that as well you what i call you know flip the script you focus on the customer because the minute you focus on the customer, all the nerves, all the, you know, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, you know, I can't do this, that type of stuff. If you really believe in what it is that you're doing and you focus on the customer, that vanishes. I'm not going to, I'm not going to say that you're never going to get nervous, but that level of like that scared panic selling, which you, you know, you can see it, you can see it. When somebody meets with you, you can see it. When somebody is on Zoom, you can see it in webinars. Like they come to the end and then they're like, okay, it's going to cost you $5.97. You know, and the way they say it and, the pre and they present it, you know, they're kind of like, they couldn't wait to get that out of their mouth. <laughs> uh, that, that's a big deal. The, the fear yeah. of, of like, you know, breaking the numbers to people. It's it's like yes. you know because most people are like what is it going to cost me? What's it going to cost me? Most of the people are like trying right, to avoid right. that until to the end. They and then they have a reluctance of like asking for the sale, asking for the money. It shouldn't be if you can do a good pitch throughout the process. That will be easy. People will see the value. They will see what right. what they invest in it. Right, right. So yeah, it's it's they see the value. They see that you care about them. And that whether it's virtual or in person, you know, when, when you start caring about your customer, there's almost an inherent relationship that starts. And so that's really important, you know, as well. And then the best type of selling is something I call noble selling. 
So what is noble selling? So noble selling, and just think of the word, what does noble really mean? It means, you know, you're doing sales in which you want to help someone. You want to lead them to success. You want to focus on the customer. And when you do all of that, you see selling as a noble art. It really is. Because bottom line, you're helping people. You know, you're being the, you know, if I may say, the Mother Teresa of service for your customer because you're trying to help them. Well, that's that's the ultimate goal, right? I mean, if you right. can get to that level, that's like the highest level of being in the sales industry, in the sales world, because right. you are you are making money while you're making a difference every day. That's that's like having that that nice, I am making a difference in lives day in, day out. And then as I do that with others, I feel good about myself and I'm happy. And and but there's no shame in the game. You know, we're making money. Everybody's making money somehow. Right. And so, but I'm making, you know, I make a joke about it. Like people talk BS all the time. Salespeople can actually talk and make money out of it. They just have to do it right. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> right. Uh, no, no BS, but just all the good stuff. You get rid of all that. Now, now sales is known as the word sales. But you break it down into an acronym. Oh yes, I do. <laughs> it's um. So the first one is so S A L E S, right? So S is a switch your mindset. So you got to have the right mindset when you're selling. Not you know you can't be afraid. You can't think you can't do it. It's all the imposter syndrome and all that. It's the mindset of selling. But again, if you start focusing on the customer, things change for you. The um, A is an about face. About face basically means focus on your customer. Stop, stop thinking about yourself. Do an about face, focus on your customer. L is love your product. Because if you don't love your product, you're not selling the right thing. You need to change. You need to sell something different. E is about empathy. It's about really understanding your customer and how they're feeling and where they want to go. And then S is kind of like a double thing. It's strategy, but it's also the story that you tell. Remember what I said about if you're a really good salesperson, you need to be a leader. So you're telling a story. You're taking the customer by the hand and leading them towards success. So that's how I kind of break it down. So if any time, if you struggle in sales, Look at any one of those letters and start thinking, okay, today, you know, let's say you're having a really bad day and everybody has the bad days, myself included, but let's say S, okay, you know, switch your mindset. If I'm like not in the right mood or I'm having this head trash going on <laughs> or whatever it is, you got to switch your mindset because the last thing you want to do is have that mindset. And then go in front of the customer because that is not going to end well, no matter what you do. Yeah. And then, you know, the about face. Okay. If you're focusing on yourself or if you don't, you know, know your customer, okay, you need to do some research. And, you know, sometimes people say, well, I have a virtual business. How do I do that? Well, you probably have some friends or family members that potentially 
potentially could be your client. So you can go and do like a focus group on them. The same thing, you can join, there's like Facebook groups, there's all sorts of LinkedIn groups. There's like, you know, um, meetups um, that if you wanna do something in person, Chamber of Commerce, they always have things going on. You can go to those and you can ask questions. So that way you learn about your potential customer. You know, I think L kind of self-explanatory about loving your product, you know, and sometimes maybe you might fall out of love with your product because you've been struggling. Um, or, you know, if you are part of a sales team, maybe you have a new boss or something like that. And that boss is not very nice <laughs> or not very supportive. You know, again, you got to reframe everything you know, and look at that. Like, how can, what is it? What was that one thing? Let's say you work for somebody. What was that one thing that when you decided you wanted to work for them, that spark, it made you go, oh yeah, I want to sell that. I want to represent that. Or if you're in business, what's that spark? What's that thing going? Oh my gosh, you know? There are so many people out there that need my help. A lot of entrepreneurs and high growth companies. I know my sales technique can help them because I, for me, I'll just tell you what my spark was. I had some friends that were in business and this was before I had started working, you know, um, coaching people and I saw them losing their shirt and I saw them losing their business and I knew that I could help them. And so that kind of was the spark that got me going because I was able to help them and they were able to keep their business. So what is that spark for you? So that you can fall back in love with what it is you do. The E, the empathy, my gosh, you have to have that empathy. You have to Feel it in your soul. You have to feel what your customer is feeling. Um, you know, I think about, you know, there were times, because a, a lot of my selling is, um, I did a lot of medical. And sometimes I would get these calls and um, depending on what it was that I was selling, and I'd get these calls saying, I have a patient that's dying and they need your stuff they need that equipment they need that that um life-saving um drug i had it happen more than once you know and i found myself you know jumping through hoops on my side with my company as well as whatever i needed to do to help them and i found myself actually praying for these people so when you get that feeling like I can feel it like even now like I have almost like it's making me tear up a little bit when you get that feeling that you know that you make such a big difference in the world you know it like here you hear my voice it makes a big difference in the world what it is that you're doing that means that you really love what it is and you're so proud of it and you know that you can you know in my case save people's lives um, and then, um, the S the story, what's the story that you're telling, you know, what is the story that you're telling your customers? Um, you know, you have to become the industry leader. You have to be so knowledgeable 
and you have to be so knowledgeable about them that you kind of know what they need. So what's the story that you're telling them to lead them down that path to get them there? That's, that's a whole, we can spend a whole week on that, breaking it down on trainings, you know, to yeah, get people really absolutely. into this. Well, I mean, it, it's, it's a lot of core stuff. This is like really the deep, you know, sales world. I mean, it's not just point transactions. It's really, there's more to this. There's human factors. There's the feeling that you had. I mean, right now you're talking about something that you've done a long time ago and, and, and you still feel that, that, mm -hmm. that emotion about it because you're right. It's something that we we can we can make lives or sometimes destroy lives if we did the wrong thing. Oh, absolutely. I, yes. In in my world in the insurance space especially, you know, like we we help people to stay healthier and you know, maybe someone can say, "Well, you guys are the insurance guys, you're the bad guys." Yeah, we're we're in a different space of insurance. It's not commercial insurance. This is where actually we really manage people's care and then these right. people need it, especially the senior market. And and uh Every time, you know how many times I've had people that come to our reps will give us testimonials. Myself, when I was actually still, you know, repping, and people will tell me like, "You've saved my life. You've saved my mm -hmm. husband's life. You thank you so much for what you did for my parents." Those are like feelings that are unbelievable. They stay with you all life, and and mm -hmm. and those are good things because you know that you've helped people, uh, and I love what you said that you go through hoops and loops to actually make it happen. I've had I've had to sometimes fight the currents to get something oh. approved, you know, instantly or even pay up upfront for things, you know, and then get reimbursed later because they could not get to to the service immediately. Mm -hmm. And for that person, that moment is is like that was a live and dead situation that you right. just kind of like made a difference for. And that is so it's not selling here, it's really serving. And that's a whole different concept. Mm -hmm. You know, and I think that's again talking about noble level. You get yeah. to that level it's different and we if everyone that is in the sales profession uh, and outside of it i mean customer service they, we're all the same pretty much we do a lot of that but if you'd read direct sales or you're really into that your impact is is humongous and you need to know what that is and you got to find it and be able to to get that absolutely and there if you is don't, a no. there's a ripple effect in sales yes. there's definitely so you know those people you know, that I helped who they have no idea. They don't know who I am. They have never heard of me. They don't even know I was involved <laughs> in potentially saving their life. But think about it. So they're still living. Who have they affected, right? Maybe their son or their daughter could be the next president. It, or maybe they're doing something really well. Maybe because they had this life and death experience, they want to change the world. They want to do something. They want to affect their family in a positive way. They want, or they want to affect others in a positive way. You just don't know. It's literally like throwing a rock into a lake and you see the ripples. That's what selling really is. True selling. Not that I'm hitting you over the head with a hammer and you got to buy this, just buy my stuff. No. <laughs> well, listen, I mean, you know, we're talking some real core stuff here. Like this is the heavy sales, you know, uh, concepts. This is not to your point. This is not the pitch, you know, the day, the light stuff. This is, you want to learn the best, you know, the best, this is how it is. This is what it means to be in sales. Uh, and, and I, I love the way you break it down and also like the, the, the making the difference, the ripple effect, all these things are key. I know we would, I would love to actually spend more time. Uh, we're coming out to, to, to crunch time here, but, uh, 
pressure. People sometimes salespeople feel pressure easily. Uh, and what would you tell them just to to like what would advice would you give them to not be feeling the pressure? You know, that's a really good question. And I, I, um, it, so, somebody in insurance actually told me this that uh, salespeople are have the highest percentage of being on anxiety drugs, which targets, I had, <laughs> I, I was like, what? <laughs> when they said that, and I get that because it is, um, there is a lot of pressure with selling um, because commerce is driven by that, right? If you're working for a company, you have quotas. There's numbers you gotta meet. And so there is a lot of pressure with that. But what I would say, because um, I've led sales teams as well, is, you know, take every day, you know, just take it moment by moment. Um, and I think that works for everybody. It's not even just salespeople, because I think if you look at the really big picture and you go, oh, my gosh, I don't know how I'm going to get to my quota or, oh, my gosh, I don't know how I'm going to sell stuff today. And you look at that big picture you know, that gives me, even just saying that, that gives me anxiety. <laughs> you got to break it down in small little steps. So it's like, and this is what I tell my clients, especially when they're having a bad day. What is that one thing that you can do to move your business forward? Just that one thing. And let's say they do it, right? And then, okay, so what's another thing that you can do to move the business forward. Same thing. You know, you're really stressed because you can't meet your, you're scared about your quota because, you know, for the folks that are out there that may not know, when you're in sales, you literally have a quote, like you have a yearly quota, you have a monthly quota. At the end of the month, you know, you're done. The beginning, you know, like June 1st or May 1st, as good as whatever yesterday. the day is, it starts <laughs> all over again. And you're just as good as what your numbers are currently doesn't matter if you've been number one forever doesn't matter you're just as good as what your numbers are so you got to break it down you know you can look at okay i have to sell a million dollars well what's a million divided by you know 20 business days you know and start just breaking it down into pieces because the more you break things down into pieces the less stress that you're going to have um and I would also say just focus, you know, your focus is really important. Focus on the customer. If you're always focusing on the customer, you know, when you're having a bad month, that customer that loves you, you can call them up and you can go, hey, I need a favor. Who can you recommend? You know, you can even say, I'm short on my numbers this month. Who could you recommend that I could talk to? Is there anybody you could recommend? And can you you know, can you make that introduction for me? Well, listen, if you've been really good to that person, they're going to be like, oh yeah, I have, you know, this person, this person, this person, and they're the head of this. Oh, you should definitely need to talk to them because you can help them anyway. So it would be really great if you talk to them. So again, you know, always focus on your customer because bottom line, your customer is going to end up helping you in some shape or form. <laughs> 
I love it, Kathy. Thank. I mean, listen, we're we're really at the the top of the hour here. I know you got to go, but um, yeah. Again, help others, help yourself, basically, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and and I love what you said about pressure. It's one day at a time, one mm-hmm. target at a time. You know, the numbers are going to add up eventually. And if you do it right, you know, you won't even worry about it. You wake up in the morning. How many I'm going to do today? How many people yep. I'm going to help today? Really, that's how right. I actually train people. And you will wind up helping people more than you think. I love what you said about reaching out to people. That's again, if you did the right thing the first time, you had that foundation, you have that referral hotline, you know, you just press the button and you you go. Uh, so those are all great. I think we're going to have to bring you back here. We're going to have to do this again <laughs> and, and go to the business part of it because we haven't even gotten into that one as much. But, but Kathy, I know you got to go. Um, any last word for our guests, well, for our audiences right now? Um, absolutely. So I would say for everybody that's out there, just know that you're really unique and you have something really special to offer. And don't try to hide that because the more you are authentic with your customers, the more they're going to love you. So just be yourself and just know you, you can make a difference in the world. Love it, love it, love it. Well, Kathy, thank you so much for for being with us and for all your insights. I mean, I'm you just got me pumped right now. <laughs> so this <laughs> well, thanks, is thanks, for having me. <laughs> my pleasure. And so, yeah, we'll stay in touch. And uh, you know, you know, I know you got to go, but um, folks, I hope that this session, you know, was really amazingly, you know, full of of great stuff that you can apply in real life. And by the way, sales or no sales, a lot of this stuff can apply to almost everybody's life. So uh, we'll be talking soon. New day, new show, new topic. I'm Hurricane Age. Talk soon. Bye-bye.